Economic News on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we join now by Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to the listeners. Yesterday morning, we were talking about this summer double, so the, the World Economic Forum meetings that are taking place in Dalian in China. Um, and so we had Premier Li speak there at the, at the conference yesterday, and he spoke very positively about the Chinese economy. He spoke about increasing jobs through innovation and entrepreneurship, um, and, and he spoke to the audience that was there, um, and, and, and that audience wanted to hear everything that he was saying. This is a China as we discussed yesterday, um, moving in large part away from, from uh, sort of the, uh, the former type of growth that they've seen. <clears throat> and they really took these comments very positively. Um, and, and the market really latched onto that. So not only was the Chinese market doing well yesterday, but these bullish comments um, being pushed commodity prices higher, um, iron ore in particular. And, and, and really the rest of the commodities, even gold and platinum, also followed suit. We also saw recovery in the oil price yesterday, um, which I think was, was um, maybe not good for you and me in terms of our petrol mm-hmm. prices, but it certainly was good for, for the commodity companies. And, and you're right, you know, um, in the last couple of trading sessions after the new mining charter, um, the proposed new mining charter was released, um, the mining sector really has been under a lot of pressure um, in, in South Africa. So um, we also had uh, ECB President Mario Draghi giving quite an optimistic view on the European economy, and, and so that pushed the euro stronger and the rand ensued weakened then. Um, so this really was a perfect storm for, for the sector yesterday. Um, so I guess not all surprising to see uh, the likes of Kumba up almost 8% um, as or 5.5%. And then even some of the bigger companies, Anglo's up 5.6%, Billiton 4.6%, and, and so the list goes on. So really a broad-based rally in our mining and resources stocks on, on the JSE yesterday. Very interesting. So the bullish talk by uh, President Jinping pushing, uh, pushing commodity prices higher, I see Narina, and also the ECB President uh, Mario Draghi's positive tone causing the euro to strengthen. So is this why the US dollar is on the back foot currently? So I guess to, to some extent that has been an impact, but I think it, it related much more to, to U.S.-specific issues yesterday. We had the, the IMF um, lower the forecast for U.S. GDP for this year um, to just 2.1%, um, and the market was then very keenly waiting for Janet Yellen's uh, talk last night to see if she would give any clues regarding her view for the economy and whether she is still as positive about the outlook for the U.S. economy that will cause her to continue increasing interest rates because more and more people are becoming concerned that if they continue to increase interest rates in the U.S. at the current pace, that it might actually push that U.S. economy into into recession. So that certainly was one of the reasons, um, you know, less money sort of flowing into the U.S., more out of the U.S. But we also saw tech stocks under a lot of pressure um, last night. You, You noted that that the NASDAQ was down a lot more than, for example, the more broad-based S&P 500. And, and this really came on the back of, of Alphabet, or as most of us know it, Google, being fined um, $2.7 billion by the EU antitrust regulators for anti-competitive practices. This is specifically in these, this um, comparison uh, shopping service that they offer. But, you know, just to put that into perspective, that fine of $2.7 billion is less than three 
3% of Alphabet's current cash holdings. <laughs> it really sort of puts things into, into perspective. But, you know, the market has been looking for any reason to mark down tech stocks. So um, certainly that, that was one of the reasons why there was less demand for U.S. Um, stock last night. It certainly is the one market that's been making regular new highs in, in recent months. Um, and, yes, that certainly just uh, put some pressure on the dollar. But but surely, Narina, if the dollar weakened, we should have seen strength in the rand. But that's not the case. So how do we explain the rand back at $13 levels? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. You know, unfortunately, yesterday, because of, of some internal or domestic issues, uh, we saw the rand weaken on top of a dollar that also weakened. So um, one of the, the things that certainly weighed on, on our domestic markets and, and, and um, the rand was that we got the first quarter labor statistics out and we've lost more jobs again in the first quarter. We already know that our unemployment is very high. We're battling to create jobs, um, and, and then we, we lost even more in the first quarter. Um, there was also a lot of attention on um, Parliament, and in particular, SAA Chairperson Dudumiani was there to present her quarterly report to Parliament, um, and where it was expected that this, uh, that her board would be, be there with her, she was left to do this defence all on her own and really found it very difficult to, to um, uh, respond to some, some hard questions that were being asked. So I think with a lot of those sort of um, issues coming out of the domestic market, there was just a little bit of, of uh, sluggishness coming through, certainly in the RAND. Um, but yes, as we know, our, our stock market being so um, so correlated to what happens in the RAND, uh, when the RAND weakens, it's actually good for our equity market, and, and that's why we saw the market, um, especially the resources stock, as, as we mentioned, and then, of course, the deal list, the big deal list of companies also, they were all in very positive territory yesterday. Well, Narina, we'll leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much. Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA.